I'm Rusty Humphreys. I'm not Nisha Jackson. I know that's probably a shock looking at me, but that, that's, that's probably important to tell me. Well, you know, I always like to give all the information that's important. <laughs> um, today, um, I mean, we've been doing, this is, we've been doing a lot of shows. We have. Quickly, and that's good. Yeah. I like them shorter. Yeah. Because, you know, like I said, everybody has some form of ADD. So just a short show is a good idea. How is your ADD doing? <laughs> I do have a little, I, I'm not going to call it ADD. I, I'm going to call it a multi-interest disorder. Okay, I'm interested you, in too many things. Okay, that's fair. I have a multi-interest disorder. You know what else <laughs> I notice? I notice about your house. Um, I'm, we're, in, we're in her in Nisha's house right now. It's very lovely, very beautiful. Um, you have a lot of um, positive signs around the house. I do have a lot of quotes. Is there, is there a re I know, is that uh, the vibration thing you were talking about when you went to camp in yeah. wherever? I mean, yeah. If you can have something that you look at that says something positive at your workspace or, you know, on your walls mm -hmm. that you see often, I mean, that, those are good messages to put in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Because whatever message, story, whatever's in your head is probably the direction of where your life's going to go. Like right in front of us, she has do epic stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Is that something that you came up with or, or do you see somebody no, else No, I that? just see little signs and quotes different places and I just, I like them. Do you I have a favorite? Um, I have a lot of favorites. Okay. Um, yeah. Go confident in the direct. I can't. It, it's out of space. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, but that's a really oh, no, good. This, that's a really good one behind me. It says the most successful people are best at Plan B. That's me. That's good. Now this one is a good one too for you. <laughs> I'm thankful for sunshine, good hair days, <laughs> cute shoes that don't hurt, laughter, peaceful moments, and random acts of kindness. Yeah. That's that's you. You good hair days is a big deal for you. It is. You know, it, hair hair is important. <laughs> As you get older, hair is kind of important. You gotta you gotta you gotta go with what you can change and manipulate. Hair is one of those things because you can't always change. I never thought I'd be the guy things. that didn't have any, <laughs> and it's not fun. And I don't know what to do about it. Is that is that something you can do? We could put some platelets, your own blood, in your scalp, so we could draw your blood with a special tube. And then we spin it down and then we take the platelets, which is like liquid gold, okay. right? So your platelets are filled with hundreds of growth factors and, and that's the gold part of the blood when you spin it down. So is it kind of like a stem cells? It's no, no. these are just platelets. So okay. platelets can go, we can inject them in lots of places in the body. Like Does we talked hurt? about that earlier today, but let's talk about hair loss. Okay. So, so we could inject it in this whole area to help regrow hair, to give it, to be more thick. Mm -hmm. We'd have to do several of them for you. Thank you. Maybe many. No. <laughs> well, see, and, and I also one time did the thing where they, they, they put, they took hair cores thing out of my neck and then they put Planted it in them, here. Yeah. yeah. And the only way I can des describe it, have you ever seen that done? Probably you have. Yes. Your, okay. My best way to describe it was they got an ice pick <laughs> and they go, ah, all over your scalp. And then they get these little tweezers and put, like one little hair like they're planting it like right. it's a garden and then you take your first shower or bath and they all come out oh that was worth it yeah okay. as you can tell the so pain this is quite different we actually numb your scalp first do you do then, the ice pick thing? no okay. no we do there is many injections in the head but it's numb okay and it's very quick 
Okay. Um, and, and we do one treatment a month for three months in a row and it really does work. It's amazing. And there's other things that we, we do with it, which is helpful. Um, which is, I mean, because because six months ago, you were completely bald. I was. And look at this. I have amazing hair. <laughs> so, uh, okay, we're not talking about that, we're though. We're talking, talking about, about fasting, yes. which in looking at me, as you can tell, I'm probably not the best faster. Yeah, we might want to we might want to alter your your program in this area. Yeah, this is this not would my be, best. In fact, I think I think this is a challenge. This show may stand as a challenge for you. So maybe what you could do is adopt what I'm going to say today, uh -huh. and then the next time we can do a show, you can tell me how much weight you've lost. Yes. Okay, as far as you know, you, we're going to do that. You will lose weight. This is okay. a great thing. Well, yeah, to if do. you're not eating, you're going to lose weight. <laughs> exactly. No food you don't gain weight. No, this is a great thing to do for people who are aging, especially women. I hear this all the time. Women and men say, I can't lose weight as you know, at, I hit a certain age and I cannot lose weight. And it's true. And I'm going to tell you why I did that at 14. <laughs> you really started packing it on. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Childhood obesity is a problem. I mean, it's a huge problem. Anyway, we won't, we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about intermittent fasting okay. because intermittent fasting turns out, uh, I'm going to explain what that actually means. I mean, it's gained a lot of popularity. So some people have probably I'm guessing intermittent, you do it sometimes, you don't do it sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it has a very tremendous benefit, cardiovascular speaking. It's very heart protective. Um, they, have, they have found in research now that it, it can be very protective for the immune system and for people who are at risk for cancer or are recovering from cancer. And then we also know that it, it, the, the most interesting research that's happening now is the gene repair, like repairing the genes, especially if your genes aren't so good. Really? So, um, <clears throat> and reducing, reducing mortality and improving longevity. So there's some awesome studies. I mean, this field is really exploding. Research field is exploding in the area of intermittent fasting. I started doing this, I don't know, um, many years ago. Uh, I didn't really understand all the medicinal benefits of it, but I started doing it. I lost um, about 20 pounds in 2008. And um, I'd been the same weight my whole life, uh, my whole adult life mostly my whole adult life. I've been the same weight and I always wanted to lose 10, 15 pounds, but you know, I, I looked okay. So I was mm -hmm. like, that's all right. And, um, and, and, and I would lose weight and then I'd gain it right back. And I've always taken really good care of myself. I sleep well, I exercise, I, I lifted weights or done yoga or something, some type of weight resistance training most of my adult life. But I just had this 10 pounds, 15 pounds. I just wanted to lose. Uh, and I just wasn't, um, long-term successful with it until I started doing this. Hmm. So intermittent fasting is very interesting because it is um, a way of tricking your body. So what happens is, is that when you feed yourself regularly, um, and this is very, Americans are notorious for this, when you feed yourself regularly, so you get up in the morning right away, you eat, and then you eat until you go to bed at night, which is what most Americans do, most right. people in the world do. The problem is your body becomes accustomed to using its food for energy rather than using the fat on your body for energy. And it's not the way we were thousands of years ago. We weren't like that. We, we, we actually used our fat for energy because people would hunt and they would find food and then, then they might go three days without eating, trying to find, you know, go in the next hunt. So they, their body would have to use its fat for fuel because there wasn't food. So the problem is we don't do that anymore. We are constantly, we are completely freaked out that we're going to have low blood sugar. Okay. I mean, seriously, 
that was a big thing 20, 30 years ago was don't let your blood sugar drop. Make sure you're eating all day long. Hmm. And all we've gotten is fat from that. So yeah, that's my reason that people just gotten fat. They just eat all day long and there's constantly eating. Not only does that cause more fatigue because your body is in digestive mode all the time. And so I think one of the benefits of intermittent fasting is not only getting the fat off your body, mm -hmm. but it's a great way to control your weight and you have more energy because you're not spending all of this fuel, all this energy on digestion. So, um, so that's kind of a okay. So how kind of how do I get started and and how much? I mean, intermittent intermittent does that mean I'm just not going to eat for two hours? I mean, I could do that, right. or is it two days, or right. is it a week? So here are the things that happen in your body when you do intermittent fasting. One of the things is that you can normalize blood sugar levels, glucose. You can also help normalize your insulin levels. So insulin, a lot of people don't even know what insulin is. So when you, let's say- That you, stuff you shoot if you're diabetic. Yeah, or, but your pancreas makes it and it right. makes it so that it can help control the sugar levels in your blood, the glucose levels in your blood. So that's what, you know, it's just, it's just you know, your glucose is, is elevated, your pancreas makes insulin and it controls the sugar in your blood so that you don't, you know, get really high blood sugar and get sick, okay. get, you know, become diabetic. But the problem is because we're constantly feeding ourselves starches and sugars, Starches turn into sugar right away. So like white flour, pasta, potatoes, crackers, cereals, those are all- We call that good stuff. Yeah, those yeah. are comfort foods. Right. And when you eat them too often, what happens is that, or you're eating them regularly, you're constantly producing insulin. So after a while, your cells become resistant to insulin. So hmm. that means that you then store fat at a higher rate. So this is why people get fatter with age or have a more difficult time getting fat off their body. Don't you like how many times I'm saying fat? Yeah, you're um, talking right <laughs> to me. I get it. Fat. <laughs> um, this is why people have a problem losing weight with age is they become insulin resistant because they've been feeding themselves too much sugar and they get a lot of belly fat. So if you can, if you can pinch more than two inches of fat, which is by far the majority of the population around your belly, then you have an insulin problem. You're, you're insulin. I'm not saying you're really? diabetic. I'm okay. not saying you're diabetic. I'm saying you're on the road to diabetes. You're insulin resistant. So the great thing about intermittent fasting is that it can help control the insulin levels to make your cells more sensitive to the insulin and help normalize your blood sugar, which is really important because then you're not storing fat at such a high rate. Mm -hmm. The other thing that it does is um, it normalizes ghrelin levels. Ghrelin. Ghrelin is a hormone, is kind of known as the hunger hormone. So it normalizes, it helps lower ghrelin, but it helps raise leptin. So leptin also helps control your appetite and it's really, it's really the hormone you want high and you want the ghrelin to be low. So it helps normalize that ratio between leptin and ghrelin. So more people are starting to hear about um, that. It lowers triglyceride levels and there's a lot of people out there that have very high triglyceride levels and they've never heard that intermittent fasting, along with fish oil, can lower triglyceride levels. So that's the other thing that I think is really important. It also reduces oxidative stress so it lower it can lower free radicals in the body and optimize um, the, the optimize the gut in um, absorption of nutrients. Mm. So the oxidative stress is a problem because again that can lead to long term health problems, reduced immune system. So those are just some of the benefits of of doing intermittent fasting. So now we should probably talk about how do you how do, do it? you do it? Right. Okay, there's a lot of different ways. Um, I per, I'll just tell you what I do first, um, and then. And then there's different variations of it. So the first um, 
way that, that I think is the easiest thing to do is increase the number of hours that you're fasting at night. So if you stop eating at seven o'clock at night, which would be a really good time to stop eating, by the okay. way, and then you went all the way until nine in the morning, that would be how many hours? 14 hours of fasting. I can do that. Okay. I could do it that. It would be better if you could do a little bit more than that. So if you could push it to like 15 or 16 hours, it'd be even better. So I try to stop eating earlier in the evening and then I try to start eating later in the morning. So on a regular basis, I try not to ever go less than 14 hours without eating. But if I can go 16, it's better. So two or three days a week, I try to go 16 or 17 So are you hours. trying to just do one meal a day? No. Okay, because I've heard that that's bad too. No. No? It's you're reducing the number of hours that you're eating. So your time frame for eating is reduced. So if you start eating at 11 in the morning or 10 in the morning, you should stop eating by 7 o'clock at night. And you can have three meals. You can have two meals, whatever. I don't care what, how many meals you have. But you want to eat during the time frame. So you're reducing the number of hours that your body has to spend energy digesting and you're increasing the number of hours that your body is not spending energy digesting and it could spend it on getting you into fat burning mm. mode. So it has to pull from your fat for energy rather than relying on the food for energy. But so, you don't want us to, you don't want somebody to go crazy. Okay. I've, I've had my 16 hours. Let's hit the buffet. Right. Well, you got to be smart because right. the hours that you're eating, you just don't want to eat donuts and whatever, you know? Okay. So when you're eating, because there's some folks going, well, I, I get a pass now because I didn't. But eat. I'm telling you, they yeah. would still lose weight even if they didn't eat well during those hours because you're improving your body's ability to burn fat. So you're, and you're still improving some of those parameters that I just talked about. But when you are eating, it would be optimal if you eat whole foods, like real foods, foods from the ground, foods that walk around, foods from the sea, nuts and seeds. So like a little rhyme. Right. Okay. So you're eating real foods, unaltered foods, not man-made foods. Stick away, you know, kind of get away from the boxes and all that stuff. Okay. So anyway, like Jack in the boxes. Right. Yeah. But but you have the thing that I like about this intermittent fasting is it gives you a little bit of edge to sort of like if you want to have a dessert here and there, you want to have a glass of wine every night, whatever, you can have more of a, you know, sort of a sort of a um a safe zone of being able to add some of those things in without paying the price with belly fat. So I like that. Okay. I like that about it. Plus all the medical benefits that we, we keep coming up with on intermittent fast. So that was, that's one way is to increase the number of hours that you're fasting during the night. So okay. I, I want to just put a little disclaimer in there is that um, if you have a serious low blood sugar problem, you have to be careful. So I probably wouldn't go more than 12 hours without eating if you have a significant glucose issue. Now that actually might get better when you play with it a little bit. Um, so I'm not, I'm not saying everyone listening to this should go out and go like 17 hours without eating because you might not be able to do it. Um, you will burn more calories if you exercise in the morning on an empty stomach. But again, you have to listen to your body a little bit. You, there's a difference between having um, low blood sugar episode, dizziness, headache, feeling faint, and just feeling hungry. And I think it's really good if we feel hungry every once in a while. Like the whole world has just forgot what it feels like to be hungry. I think you should be hungry every day, many times a day. 
Well, I think you should feel I'm hungry. hungry. I'm hungry right now. I'm starving so, right I got now. that going. So, so by the time you eat in the morning, you should be really ready to eat. But when you first start doing this, you're going to feel like you want to eat the paint off the walls. <laughs> it's really hard because your body's not used to going that long without eating. But I find that people feel great. I feel great. And their belly fat, their, their, their body weight comes down. So again, this is a great thing to do after the age of 40 because it gets harder after 40. But I think because of the insulin resistance and the, and the amount of fat that you have on your body. The other way that you can do it is called the five and two. So you eat low sugar, low flour every day of the week uh, as much as you can. But two days a week, you drop your caloric intake down to about 500 calories a day. So I usually recommend 500 calories for women, 700 calories for men. So your caloric intake's way that down. That sounds really low. It is. And I find that a little bit harder to do because I like food. Okay. Um, and I mean, I don't eat a lot of calories to begin with, but, but it is harder to say consistent. And I think my thing is, and this is just me, that if I do something every day, it's easier for me to get it part of my lifestyle than just saying, okay, two days a week, I got to pick two days this week that I'm only going to eat 500 calories. I'm like, oh, dang, right. I have a party on this day and I'm going out with a friend on that day and I'm going on vacation. I just, I do the style of eating no matter where I am in the world. So, have you, heard, you can. Have you, you can. heard of the potato diet? That's like a thing now. Oh, Lord. And it, it's, it, <laughs> I heard from uh, Penn Gillette of Penn and Teller. <laughs> and a, he did a whole oh, book. Have you heard of this? No, but I, I actually, I don't think potatoes are that bad. Okay. But anyway. Cause he said, cause that's all you could eat is potatoes. Okay. That's bad for like a month. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I said, and I asked him, I talked to him, he said it worked for him. He's lost a lot of weight. I'm on a very similar diet. It's not the all potato diet. I was on the all pizza diet, <laughs> which I'm not sure if it's as successful or not. Probably not. Probably. Well, okay. see, that's why I, that's why we go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. That's why we have the initial action show to help the all everybody. Pizza diet. Thanks. These are just yeah. ideas. Not Thanks all for introducing a little dose of reality there. <laughs> but, there's a lot more people potatoes. doing the all pizza diet than they are the, the uh, intermittent fasting. Yeah, exactly. Not that it's good. I know. The potato diet actually is interesting. Um, I won't get off on too much of a uh, uh, rabbit trail here, but the potatoes raise serotonin, the feel-good hormone. Okay. And I find that people who are suffering from depression or anxiety or people who are waking up in the middle of the night with really bad cravings or people that just have like out-of-control sugar cravings, if they ate a small potato in the evening, sometime either with dinner or after dinner, that it would stabilize their serotonin levels better. And they would find that ser when serotonin levels are stabilized, it helps stabilize melatonin levels. So they sleep better, but they are happier hmm. and more calm. And serotonin is responsible for cravings. So they have less cravings. Now, I'm guessing you're not talking and I'm joking, but seriously, you're not talking about going to get French fries. You're I would rather people use a potato than Prozac is what I'm saying. Potatoes, not Prozac. Okay, that's because good. Because you can use food to optimize brain chemicals. And so I just wanted to interject that little thing about potatoes since you got me off track. I like that. Okay, so five and two, you can do four and three, four days of eating kind of normal caloric intake, and then three days of dropping it down to 500. It depends on what you're trying to achieve. If you've got 50 pounds to lose... You Why are you looking do, at me? You Why can, are you looking at me? I didn't say 50. Oh I, did my, I say 50? <laughs> was it more than? Oh, my gosh. If you have weight to lose, oh you, can, you can do it more often. You could do, you could do three days a week of 500. Now I want you to try one of these things. I want you to either try the intermittent fasting, like going more hours at night, okay. and then really trying to stay away from pizza. 
you can. Maybe have pizza one day a week. I don't really have the all pizza diet. It's a joke. Oh, it's a joke. Okay. Well, whatever. Okay. So just reduce caloric intake. I'm not a doctor. I'm here just to add a little entertainment every once in a while. You're awesome. Okay. Okay. She's looking so, at 50 pounds. She's looking at me. That wow. was so rude. I'm that very was sorry. Really rude. That was a low blow. And and I'm saying and I and I say nothing but nice things about you. I know, I do appreciate that, really. And I'll tell I you don't the truth. deserve it. I don't I'll, deserve I'll it. tell you, I'll say nice something. She's got a book in her in her office. What's the, what book is that? You have the, the book? That's the perimenopause. Do you have it handy? Um possibly not. So there's a I book she wrote like it's, fifteen years ago. Like a hundred years ago. It was two thousand four. Okay, so that'd be 15 years. Yeah. There's the math. Mm -hmm. And I was saying earlier today, I saw the book and I went, wow, she looks a lot better now, 15 years later than you did then. Not, and then you nice. weren't looking bad. I'm I saw just, that platelets in my cheeks. Well, and, and then she looks at me when it's 50 pounds. <laughs> Where's that book? I want to show that picture. I do. I do have. I do. Where is it? <laughs> I don't know where you it's at. You know where it's at. <laughs> Oh, man. I just want to show it off. Okay. I'll, I'll find it. We'll show it on the next show. Okay. We'll show it on the next show. It is kind of a... Although after being told I got those 50 pounds, there may not be a next show. But it's anyway, a challenge. It I think is it's a, a challenge. challenge. It's good. It's okay. Good. It's good. Okay. Are we done low, yet? Low sugar, low flour. Reduce reduce the amount of hours you're eating during the day. So like just try to reel it in a little bit so we can train your body to use its fat for energy rather than the food that you're eating. That okay. is a good summary of this show. All right. That's a very good summary. Where are we going for dinner tonight? <laughs> we should go to Ashland. Okay. It's great restaurant. So we're we going to have pizza or, or no, bakery. No, we're going to have a delicious, healthy meal. She, and what was for lunch? She, she made a salad. I know, a salad with some chicken. With chickens. It was, oh and God, it was very we got good. Good carbohydrates and lean protein. You eat like that every day? Yes. By the well, way, but I'm not perfect. I love chocolate. Mm -hmm. I love having dessert occasionally. I love to have wine. So I'm not perfect. And yeah. I try to eat one ounce of chocolate every afternoon at three o'clock every day. That's not a bad one. By yeah. the way, it's good for you. House immaculate. I don't know <laughs> if she's got a housekeeper every day or not. <laughs> not a speck of dust. I've been looking. I've actually been looking for things that I could like tease her about. Can't find anything. So anyway, uh, she's Dissa Jackson. And I tell you that because if you want somebody to listen to, I would listen to her. Um, and uh, I'm Russ Henry. So when it comes to health, I would not listen to me. So that's why you want to check out the Nisha Jackson but show. But you're going to be a stud pretty soon. A felt stud. Okay, folks, I'm not going <laughs> to handle the sexual harassment, me, hashtag me too stuff on this show. It's not right. That's you why hang I have out to with me and you'll be looking fine. Okay, baby. <laughs> All right, the Nisha Jackson Show. Do us a favor. Please subscribe to it on iTunes or on Google Play or wherever you're listening. Uh, if you're watching it, please forward this to somebody. Okay, It's not going to cost you anything, but it could help save you something and save the life of somebody that you love. So uh, if you would, please, the Nisha Jackson Show, let folks know about it. Uh, your book is available everywhere, right? Yes. People are talking about it. Brilliant Burnout. It's on the bestseller list. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Wow. I'm so happy. Okay. And she people are reading about burnout and figuring out what to do. It, the only problem with it is it's a sexist book because it's only for women. I told you I'm, I'm writing one for men. Okay, and I'm going to be your, your step. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. All yeah. right. Nisha Jackson Show, we'll see you next time. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate you. Bye-bye.